Tim Deegan. What's up, what's up, people? Welcome to another episode of I Am Negan, a TWD Universe podcast. My name is Adam Vale, and I am an editor over at thecoalition.com. That's with a K, and I am joined by Editor-in-Chief Richard Bailey Jr. What's up, Rich? What's up, Adam? What's up, listeners? And Throwdown's own Carlos Romero. What's up, Carlos? Yo, 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 what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? We're about to talk about a semi-whack episode. Just, uh, let's, just be, let's just call it what it is. But anyway, real quick. Uh, <laughs> thanks again, everybody, for listening on Spotify, iTunes, checking us out on YouTube. We're seeing the numbers jump up, and it makes sense. This is the last season. People want to just follow the last season, see what's going on. So whatever. It's, it's fine. It's cool. And I hope you're enjoying our coverage as we discuss and break down these episodes, which you can watch right now on AMC+. Plus. All right. So it's out there. If you you don't want any spoilers, because we will be spoiling this episode, then go ahead and, and pause it and come back later and you can go watch it. If not, you can wait till Sunday. This episode this is episode 11 from season 11, Rogue Element. So, uh, real quick, thanks again. And let's get started. Five, four, three, two, one. Boop. This was not uh, a great episode. This was very much a filler a set piece setting things in motion setting things in motion that uh don't really fit i feel in the walking dead universe like uh, in the comic a lot of well not all of this but some things like this was taking place and even that sort of felt out of place because it's it's a city it's a big city uh i don't know if they've really mentioned how many people but i remember in the comic they mentioned it was like over 15,000 people I mean, yeah, thousands of people. Yeah, they, they had a football stadium, and people would go to the games on Sunday to watch football. We haven't seen that here, but it, they did that just to show the scale and the amount of people that were there. Uh, it, was, it was nuts. So anyway, so that was a little jarring. And then here it is, this episode, which uh, is more of a throwing the different elements with the investigation of what's going on with the Eugene and Steph situation and then seeing that with Lance and with Carol and then finding another group and what was oh man I wrote it down and I forgot where I wrote everybody just you know I'm moving and I, I moved, well I moved and I put a bunch of notes away but that that last line that the dude when he curses at him it was hilarious the suck a pus bucket or something like that it was Oh man, that was hilarious. But um there's a lot going on here. This episode threw a lot of things that didn't feel walking dead. You know, it just if somebody was to tune in, they'd be like, What is this? What am I watching? Oh, this has gone off the rails. But then now in a community with a, a police force and a plumber and there's an investigation and someone can end up missing and no one knows. It's a gated community. How how do you not know where And someone- Eugene's losing his shit. Yeah, and lose, Eugene's losing his shit. So we'll, we'll just get right into it. We'll, there's different parts of this. So I figured, um, yeah, we'll just cover the Eugene and Stephanie right off the bat. So uh, he's falling in love. No surprise. Right? He, he's been with her. They, they seem happy. 
And uh, sure enough, at his uh, his place, or was that his place or her place? I think it was her place. But he handed her a that key. Was her place, yeah. Yeah, but he, he says, "Hey, here's the key to my place. I'm taking it to the next level. Usually, that's a big deal. That can make or break a relationship. A lot of people don't know, but in real life, that can put pressure. Because uh, maybe the other person's like, "Yo, I thought we were just doing some casual hangout. Now you you're handing me keys. Next, you know, you're gonna want me to put a toothbrush. You know what? I I gotta go to work. I'll talk to you later. And then you never call him back." What well, did, did he did he say did he handed her the keys before he told her that he loved her? Because he that's a big no no. He handed her the key, and she sat down, and then he said, "I love you." And she paused for a second, and then she responded. She she said, "I love you too." And she didn't say it in like an eye roll, like uh, "I'm stuck." What do I? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it seemed genuine. I mean, credit to the actress because I was sold on it. Uh- yeah, but that, but that, but that was a bit of a dramatic pause. It wasn't like a immediately mm-hmm. "I love you." It, it took a while for her to to say that. But it could as it could be taken as shock. <laughs> it could be taken rich. As shock. Yeah, rich. That 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 could be also called uh, a dead giveaway. <laughs> yes, exactly. There you go. Boom, boom. Dead <laughs> giveaway. Yep. Well, he was thrilled, right? He, he, and I knew something bad was going to happen afterwards because then you see him leave the apartment. He looks up and she's on the balcony. She's waving all Kool Aid smile. Yay! And he's all happy. And I'm like, no one ever ends up this happy on The Walking Dead. <laughs> I'm sorry. And then uh, the showrunner mentioned that at the end. Of, and it's true. We've come to expect it. This is a, the 11th season. We know how this works. I was like, either she is going to die or he is going to die. Something horrible is going to happen. So anyway, he hangs out. He, he leaves and he goes and he hangs out with Princess. I I don't understand. I, we know they have jobs, but uh, I don't see them working, these jobs. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we saw that ETO, one man. Well, yeah, exactly. We see that one time where at the festival where she was working as a princess and even here she says oh i have that she gives that little statement she's like i have a little job i have a little bed i'm gonna get a little cat or dog you know she she's happy she's content with everything you know but uh, i don't see her working she's hanging out maybe it's the weekend who knows we don't know their schedules but also we don't know what eugene's doing i thought he was working as an engineer of some sort that was his title but we don't see him working in an office or doing any of that stuff. So, whatever. Anyway, I guess that was besides the point for what they were trying to tell in this episode. Because it's him just saying, hey, listen, I told her I love her. She says she loves me. What do you think? And Prince is like, hey, if she says she loves you, take the woman's word for it. Don't doubt it. Because he already had some doubt. And I was like, all right. And he said, well, we're going to meet up later for ice cream. Ice cream, this is like, what, the third or fourth time ice cream has come up? And it's oh, like yeah. they've been in the Commonwealth, right? Because there was the ice cream at the the very first time when they they enter the area. It's like, oh, you want some ice cream? There's the ice cream shop. There's the one with uh, with uh, Yuke and her brother. They go and they have some ice cream, and he also works at a bakery. It, it's a lot of ice cream. People love their ice cream. So he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go, and he's gonna sit there and wait. And that was a pretty cool scene because you see him sitting there, and it's. Full. There's a bunch of tables, and you see other families, and everyone's having a good old time. And then it's getting darker, and time is passing, and everyone's leaving, and he's by himself. And a part of me was thinking, this is his internal fear kicking in. It's not actually happening. Did you think that was actually happening? I did, just because I knew the premise of the episode. So, <laughs> so that, it's kind of like cheating. But 
just one thing that I wanted to mention is uh, I find it funny how <laughs> who buys the ice cream before the person arrives? No one. No one. Because even even if they're late for 10, 15 minutes, that ice cream is melted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was uh, thinking, well, maybe he already planned on eating two scoops. Like that, like two, <laughs> that was his thing. Was like, it, you know makes, what? <laughs> it makes for a great scene, and it looked it looked pretty awesome when like it went from early like daytime to nighttime. But just thinking practically, I'm like, yeah, don't buy the ice cream before you know the person arrives. Yeah, yeah, that was that was something else there. But you know, whatever. And then he freaks out and he has a panic attack, and then rightfully so, because it sounds like their relationship is clockwork. They know when they're gonna meet up. They know when they're gonna hang out. They know everything. So they know each other's schedule, obviously, because uh, she was going to work. That was the last time um, he had mentioned when he left the apartment. So he heads back to to her apartment and he starts banging on the door. Well, first he tries to get in. And this is a key part because he's he can't get in. You got to get a buzzed. You got to get buzzed into this place. Man, it's just amazing that you know this is a Walking Dead. This is a Commonwealth area, and there's apartment buildings with buzzers and stuff. You know what I mean? It's like it's just <laughs> it just throws me off. But anyway, he he can't get in. He's buzzing. She's not responding. And then a man comes out, bald guy, gives him a glance, and that just keeps walking. No biggie. He's not running or anything. He's just walking out. Could be any Joe Schmo who lives there. But the door is still open, so uh, Eugene goes through the door and goes up to her apartment and just starts banging on the door. He's banging, he's banging, he's buzzing, he's banging. He's like, you know, are you there? Is everything okay? Are you there? The whole thing. And I'm thinking, she's gone. She's not there or she's dead. Those are the two things in my head. But as you see, the camera pans at, while he's banging, and you can see through the crack of the bedroom door, she's there perfectly fine just grabbing stuff and dumping them in a bag like she's got to get mm -hmm. on a dodge asap what did you think of that carlos rich i don't care yeah. what did you think because that was yeah it's just trying to figure out at that moment what the motivation is is like is her life in danger she doesn't want to you know, she doesn't want to involve Eugene in something that she's doing. Maybe she's part of the, you know, that revolution movement that we saw the other episode. Or, um, you know, does is she just like <laughs> regretting that she told him that she loves him and she's trying to dip because that's she an extreme. Know. Where are you gonna go? You're in a gated well, community during the apocalypse. I mean, it, it's not like oh well, I know this other town that's got a better life well, for me. Let me just bounce because well, he loves me. Well, it, you make perfect sense, Adam. But you know, seeing the conclusion of this, it still raises a point because she's like we know why she did it now, and it still makes less sense. Oh yeah, it, it, yeah. we'll get to that because there's a lot of things that make no sense for this. This is all right. But Rich, what did you think when you saw that scene? Well, well, if I could talk to Eugene, I would just say, dude, she's just not into you. It's very <laughs> obvious, very obvious. Um, but but I do want to add this point. Um, I, I, much to my knowledge, this episode was directed by the actor that played Abraham okay. on the walk. He's done mm. a few episodes. He's he's actually done a few yeah. episodes. Yeah, so I thought that was an interesting twist. We know his relationship with Eugene in the show. So, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I when they had that whole scene about what she was doing in the back room, I, I figured, yeah, he came on too strong, and this was the reaction that she had because of that. But uh, I didn't know they were going to continue down the path that they didn't continue down. So, but yeah, yeah I, that's I, what I it was. The first thing I thought of is like, well, she is sort of like what Carlo mentioned, part of that resistance group. 
and mm-hmm. this was her way of trying to get in and get close and to keep a low profile and now that he's getting serious she doesn't want to hurt him so that's why she has to go back underground but again a lot of that doesn't really make too much sense because where are you going to go Yes, this is a, it's a big area, but it's still a look Commonwealth. I mean, she has a job at the radio station, right? She she deals with incoming transmissions and stuff like that. Because that was one of the other things. He did go to her job, and there was a guy that was like, oh, she no-showed. She no-showed. So that was another alarm right there. 50,000 people. 50,000. Even more. Are you kidding me? 50,000. This is massive. This is massive. So I guess she could go into hiding, but her position, her job, really puts a spotlight on her. I can understand if she just worked as a waitress in a diner, maybe no one would care. But she has a high role there. She deals Mm -hmm. with just picking up transmissions, and remember, that's how she met Eugene on the radio. And they corresponded for quite a bit of time. Before she finally said, hey, this is our location. Let's meet up. Come on down. And that's her job. She has a serious role there. So when the next scene, when you see that he does go to Lance, he goes to anyone that's willing to listen to say, hey, something I think happened. Foul play. She's missing. They're like, all right, we'll, we'll look out for her. We'll, we'll, we'll keep her an eye out. And no one's really concerned. Which makes no sense. Even though we know. Like Rosita and some of the... She was like, come on, we'll... She's in a full get-up, her soldier uniform. She's like, oh, don't worry, we're going to find her. You know, we'll put up flyers and all this stuff. And it doesn't really work out. He starts, he, what is it, they said three days have passed. And he, he fell hard. He fell apart. You see him boozing. He's out like a wino in the street. Like, yeah. Yeah, in one of those scenes, he actually looked like he was part of the uh, the undead. Right, exactly. He just like, looked, oh, looked so horrible. Exactly. Yes. It's like, oh, one got through the wall. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> Take him out. Again, what about his job? Three days? Mm, I don't know. No one's no one's concerned. The whole big thing. Princess is sort of concerned. She goes to his place. She says, hey, I got lasagna. I thought that was a funny line. Because once she gets in, he takes a look. He's like, there's no food. She's like, yeah, I don't have any food. But I just know no one gets turned away when they bring food. So, uh... That's why I was, I was like, you know what? You're right. You are right, princess. Because I was, you know, it's like, oh boy, that that was great though. She was, and then she sees up on the wall, and he looks like a nut. He's got a picture of her, and he's got all these other theories of what's going on. And he's, she's like, you, you're losing it. She's just, she's just gone. This doesn't make sense. Like you're, they're gonna find her, but the, none of this. It sounded crazy. And then, even when he starts talking about it, it's like, oh, I was out there as a, just drinking it up and then i saw that guy again and you know i asked him if he remembered anything he says no i'm a plumber i just went in there to do some plumbing and that part right there to raise the red flag for me because i don't remember seeing with any tools and i've had plumbers come over and they have tools right this dude just had just a jacket on nothing no there's no company logo or anything but uh, no tools, no tools, no nothing. Yeah, right there, that drew a flag, and it makes sense that it, it drew a flag for him as well. So he says, you know, I decided following him, and I see where he goes, and he goes. To, he does live, like, was it above a plumbing company? But it doesn't look like he works there. He never goes out with the regular crew or does anything. He does his own thing. He's like, I think he did something to her, and so he has a plan. Plan is gonna go and break into his apartment and find some clues 
And it's like, oh man. You know, and Princess, she doesn't want to lose anything. She's happy the way things are. Which makes me think that if they have, if they were to have that option to go back, like once Alexandria is all fixed up, I have a feeling she would stay. She's never been to Alexandria. Remember, they picked her up along the way to the Commonwealth. So I have a feeling that she would stay. And so, well, you know, Alexandria doesn't have Mercer, so. Yeah, exactly. And then that's it. We don't see much of that relationship in this one. You know, which I was, I thought we would see a little more progression on that, especially from the end of last episode. Like maybe she would mention, she was like, oh, well, you know, I got, like she said, I had the little, the little job, the little bed, little dog, maybe, uh, you know, a big man, you know, it's something, I don't know, just hint that, that, that relationship's progressing in some way. But that doesn't get mentioned, so they move on from there. So she tries to talk him out of it, but he's like, this is it. I just need to know. I have a feeling he's involved. They just need to know. So she agrees to help. So they head over to the apartment. We see that, yeah, there's a plumber place. company downstairs, whatever. They're doing their own thing. But she says, he said since he's been following this guy, he also knows that he likes to go for a run. So they were like, all right, we'll wait till he goes for a run. And then we're going to go in there and break into his apartment. Sure enough, he goes for his run. They get into the apartment building. They get in there looking around. And then it starts to rain. So, obviously, he's going to come back. Princess is on the lookout. She's, sure enough, she sees him, and he's headed back to the apartment building. At that same moment, Eugene opens up a chest, and he sees a bunch of weapons. They're clean, but there's still a bunch of weapons. So, he's like, oh, boy, this is it, but can't stick around. He tries to leave. They get out of the apartment in time. This, I don't understand, because they never really hinted, unless I missed it, that somebody was watching them when they when they broke into the apartment. Did, did you see that? Because there's that old no, lady. No, they didn't. They didn't. Yeah, right? the old lady just, I guess, just saw them out of nowhere, and they didn't really show that anywhere. Yeah, it would have made more sense because, I'm like, yeah, what if they were just visiting? You don't know. They could be friends. Whoa. It, it wasn't like they, they rang a bunch of doorbells, like, beep, 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 just to get the door open. We don't know if it had one of those doors, but the other one did. And then also... It, it, she never saw them. We, or at least we've never, we didn't see her witness them break in. So for her to call the authorities and to have all the soldiers, they're like, "Oh, look!" And she's pointing those two. That didn't make much sense, right there. But uh, the next scene was pretty quick. We see that they're jailed. Lance shows up. He's like, "What's going on?" We'll get to his story with Carol right after this. It's like, what is going on here? And they're like, oh, well, we were looking, and this and this. And it's like, no, listen, she's gone. We're looking for whatever. You're just having a nervous breakdown. You're having a lot of problems. The guy is very aware that you're having hardships with this uh, this relationship breakup and all stuff. So he's not going to press charges, but you need to sign some forms. Just you know, admitting that you are just under some mental distress. And that you agree that you did wrong and blah, 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 blah. So he does. And then they're free to go. So before I go any further, what did you think of all this? Because this was, for the most part, the majority of the episode. I, I, I'm I kind of conflicted on this because, you know, they're doing all of this detective work, but it really didn't... The guy was kind of inconsequential. And, and not, not in a way that he wasn't involved in any of it, but just in a way that his story just... I guess it ends there. Like, okay, he was just a guy who was... You yeah. know, it's more like let's let's get to let's get to um, 
what's his name to Hornsby yeah. more than anything. So I, I kind of wish you know. Because that's the other thing too. He brings up usually brings up, but he had the kill bag and all this stuff. It's like a lot of people have that. That's just in case something happens. That's that, and they were clean. They weren't used or anything. That's just the way it is here. Yeah, I kind of, so I kind of wish you know the guy had something. You know, there was more interactions. The guy just did. He was really inconsequential. Yeah, he really had it. no connection to it. He really had no connection. So, Would have been cool to see him and Eugene fight or something, you know, in a little scuffle, kerfuffle, something. something. Give me something. Uh-huh. Gotta have something. Rich, what did you think of this This whole story with the Stephanie and him looking? I mean, there's a little more. We'll get into it right after this. But just for your thoughts of this was majority of the story. So what did you think of it? I mean, I see what they were going for to try to make this a, you know, detective type storyline. Uh, I just think at the end of the day, um, it's just a lot of ideas that I don't really think necessarily worked. I think that the storyline that intersects with this one that we'll get into later, there was a lot more that happened in that story than this one. Because really, it just came to that final interaction with Hornsby, as as Carlos mentioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll just keep going with uh, the the last few parts of this. So he's still freaking out. Everything is done. And then eventually he finds out when he gets back. What was that? I'm trying to look at my notes. Hey, wait, I think I missed a part. But he went back to that location, or he was following them still. Right? And then that's when they, they uh, he was following the the plumber dude again. Was it the plumber? No, 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 Lance. Sorry. He was following Lance, and he saw that he was with all the other ones. He's back at that location with the plumbers. Yeah, and so then he sneaks, trying to sneak in, and then they, somebody knocks him out. But you can clearly see that Stephanie's up on the stage. She's like, "See, you are followed, somebody." Da, da, da. And she's there, and she's fine. She's with him. So he's in this basement area, and he's crying, and he just spills everything. Which is funny because this is as if, let's say, you were sort of watching this episode and playing Wait. on your phone. Sorry, sorry to sorry to interrupt, Adam. Was that her? That was her. She, didn't she wasn't wearing glasses, right? No, but she was there oh. on this. She was there. And said, yeah. So no wonder she looked familiar. <laughs> I feel like an idiot now. Okay, because I saw her and I'm like, oh, I I remember her. Like she looks familiar, but I didn't put two and two. She wasn't wearing the glasses. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And the guy was kicking him in the whole thing. So yeah. So he was. She even said she was like, oh, you followed. So that's when he just like I was talking about before just in case you know sometimes when you're watching shows you're playing on your phone you're doing other things you're not paying attention but here it is it's like don't worry about that because Eugene is about to run down this entire episode or at least his part of the episode right now and even go further back he was like oh I should have known because Lance is staring standing at the, the stairwell there and he's like, I should have known that she was uh, now who she said she was and you know this whole time she was the only connection I had and she became my friend and built a relationship just so she can get good with us and you know he's writing a book and she read it and all this stuff it was like yeah, he should have known better and whole big thing he, he, he just runs the whole thing down and, she, and he's like, well, now that I know, I'm going to expose you. Like, I was like, they're going to kill you right now. That's what I felt. I was like, oh, expose what? They're going to put you in the ground. 
No one else knows you're here. Princess doesn't know that you are you went on this little investigation on your own. But no, Lance isn't going to do that. And he says, hey, no one's going to believe you because you had a nervous breakdown. I said, what? Yeah, you even signed off. Remember that, that paper that I had you sign? So no one's going to believe anything that you have to say. You're just a, a rambling nut right now. So there you go. And he starts crying and the whole thing. And he's like, I don't know, then, then who is she? Oh, she works for us. He said her, her name. It's escaping me now. But he said her name. It's it's not even Steph. And uh, she was there for a job. And that was it, to keep close with them, to gather as much information about Alexandria and those people. And uh, once you made known that you have stronger relationship uh, feelings for her and you wanted to progress this relationship, that's when it was time to pull her out. And that was it. That right there made no sense. None of that was needed at all. Because if you already have, which we'll see, and in fact, I'll just bring it up. So then right after that, while he's crying and he's doing the whole thing, can't believe it. And then the real Stephanie comes out and she calls him. I forgot they had little nicknames that they used over the, the airway so they didn't give their real name. And he turns around and she looks just like the other one, the Steph that was there. With the glasses and everything, and no I'm, man, I I wasn't I wasn't expecting to see Velma from Scooby Doo in this episode, man. <laughs> see, there you go, and that's the thing that bothered me also because at no point did they ever describe what they look like. So yeah. she could have looked like anybody. Why did they choose to have this woman, that uh, undercover agent, look like uh, Steph? There was no need. I don't know. She could have just been yeah. herself. Maybe they didn't know if uh, he knew what she looked like, but he never described her. He's like, I'm just looking for her. And then he didn't know until she just stepped forward. And I'm like, it's me, Stephanie. He's like, uh, okay. <laughs> you know, he's like, whatever. So that was it. So that was the end of their section. So we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know uh, if she has been in the loop the whole time. Was she put away, captured? I don't know. Well, it, it's, it's, it's really interesting. I mean, they... they... They obviously know who she is. Okay, so maybe I got I got a theory, but I'll I'll ball step it back before I even get to there. So she she is someone that existed, that interacted with Eugene, that she, uh, what's his name um, Hornsby found out about, and recreated the scenario where he created his own um, own Stephanie, right? That that was his his secret agent. And then she 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 disappeared the the I guess the original one at this point disappeared. Was she taken? Was she hiding? Was she part of the plan? My thing here is and and, and what is she doing here now? Does Hornsby know? Does Hornsby know she's alive? That it does she's still there or that she's collaborating with Eugene? Well, they can't just My, do a swap. They can't just throw her in and be like, oh, that's Stephanie. It's like, she doesn't look like the other one. I mean, a little bit, but not... Wait, what are you trying to do? Princess is not going to buy it. Like, oh, this is Stephanie? No. It, it doesn't make much sense. So even when they were like, oh, no one's going to believe you. Well, they're going to believe him now when the other Steph is there. And I was like, wait, who are you? I'm the real Steph. I was in a cell this entire time. <laughs> so so here's here's what leads to my theory now. This Stephanie is part of that resistance movement. I think I think she's part of that, you know, um what's that kid's name that one that went ape Taylor, shit in, in the Tyler, yeah. Tyler Tyler, yeah, yeah. The, Tyler 
I think she's part of the Tyler group. I think that that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to do their their own little factions here. Tyler, Ty, Tyler's faction. She, he's with Stephanie, and that's where she's been all this whole time. You know, we were talking about people disappearing, and it's like, well, doesn't people don't people notice? Apparently not, because there's two Stephanies missing at the exact same time. No, yeah, no one guess, knew where they. I guess that Stephanie had no friends. No one knew, or they were <laughs> all in on it, because definitely the coworker at the radio station was in on it. Because he even said, oh, no, she didn't come to work today. But he knows. He knows what she my, looks like. Unless. My guess. My guess is that she. He knew that they replaced. A real Stephanie with the fake Stephanie. And obviously he doesn't want to say anything. Because of the power that Hornsby and everyone else has over people. Yeah. So he's just scared for his life. I'm thinking that when they got. They went through that screening process. Remember, they had to sit in a room and all those questions, and they would ask how to this and this and this and that. And he kept saying, I was talking to Stephanie. She was in control of the real scene. We were talking back and forth, and she told me where to go and the whole thing. And they told Lance about this, and then that's when he said, you know what? We're going to swap this out, and I'm going to put someone in there because he's never met her. And we'll just do, take it from there and see how it goes. And maybe that was it. That was enough. Just so they can figure it out. Because as we'll get into the Carol part, there's a bunch of things going on here. We have Milton as a governor, and she's got the military. We have the resistance group. And then now we have Lance doing his own thing. Because that's not part of the resistance. Who? Lance Hornsby. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. his first name is Lance. So he's he's got his own group. I don't think that's the resistance group. Oh no no no! I I definitely don't think that's that's not the resistance group, that's not obvi- obviously the Alexandria group, and that's not the the governor's group. I'm pretty yep. sure the governor has her own group. She has the military. She thinks the the whole thing with Mercer and military. She's in control of that. Mm-hmm. So it so, it's it's a lot. Yeah, I think that, that it's going to be it's this whole power struggle, you know, between the Hornsby group and the and the governor's group. And I think that's what's going to raise the conflict. But there's also this resistance group lying within everything. And and they mentioned the group has thousands and no one knows them that they have thousands. You know, and that's a good segue. Because then the next part, because there was three parts, three different stories going on. Here, and it's Connie, the investigator, the reporter. And she's trying to figure out what's going on. Because she wants to know, is it really a resistance group? Is this guy just mouthing off? And how come we're not asking the tough questions? So she goes to try to track down Mercer. Mercer doesn't want to talk about it. We find out more info that the the assistant that was held by at Knife Point, that is Mercer's sister. And oh, yeah. then she also says, oh, you know, you, you say that this guy was horrible and this whole thing. But when I looked at the records, you just promoted him or you put him in line for a promotion. And you called them exemplary and all that. She just said all this praise that she found in the in the documentation there. And it doesn't fit with what's going on with him now. So what is happening? And he doesn't want to talk about it. And they show him fighting and doing some stuff with walkers. But it sounds like that from the way they, they kept pushing that episode, it made no sense. It didn't really link to any story. Remember one of them was hurt and they put him in the truck? That had nothing to do with anything. So I guess it, it also. Yeah. It also makes sense, and, and just going back to Mercer, I think it it, it it may it's just clear now why he's in in the fold with the governor, because I'm pretty sure the governor has a has a control over the sister, 
and that's how she's manipulating him. Yeah, giving the sister a good job, probably has a good life. And, and that's one of the things that, that he was telling uh, Daryl before. Remember, he was like, oh, if you make things work out, you can have a good life. I've been in other communities. Nothing's as good as this. So, yeah, maybe that, that could be the whole thing. Keep following, keep playing the game, and your sister all have a good job and a good home and all that stuff. So it, it's possible. But, yeah, she's definitely trying to figure out what's going on. And uh, so there is somebody that's digging. But then at the same time, Mercer is not too sure what's going on. Because then you see he goes to the hospital to talk to the guy. And he's no longer there. He's been moved. And he starts freaking out. And he tells, I think it was a doctor or nurse. It was like, uh, you know, I'm in charge here. Who authorized this? Like, well, somebody else who has more authority than you. And he punches a wall. He didn't like that. Because then he starts bringing back the whole conversation that he had with Connie. Where Connie was like, who do you really think you work for? Who are you protecting? Who are you... What is your end goal for all of this? Because it seems like no one's thinking out, uh, thinking in your best interest. It seems It seems to me that, that the governor got the guy killed. And, and Mercer is just mad because, you know, he thought he was in control of that situation. Oh, so you think he's dead? I think he's dead, yeah. I think he's being tortured somewhere because they they want information, and now it's her concern. Well, yeah. In last episode, when she said, "Lance, do you really think there's a lot more?" And he's like, "No, no, no." But I don't think she's. Yeah, or maybe torture. Just yeah, that could be also a possibility. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's uh, the son that has because the son seems he has free roam to do whatever he wants in this community. So it wouldn't surprise me if he was like, you know what, I'm gonna interrogate him. I'm going to torture him. I'm going to be the one to find out if there's more. That's it. Or Rosita? Maybe? Uh, I don't know. She was still filing paperwork. All right. There you go. I don't know. I don't know. But there goes that. There was a whole lot of that going on in there. But the, the, the other main part of this episode is what's going on with Carol and Lance. So, as we saw from the last episode, Carol, she's trying to help out Ezekiel. He needs surgery. He needs to get bumped up the list. She knows that Lance is the one that can do it. Hornsby. So, she helped him out getting the alcohol that he needed. And he's also saying that she's very useful. She can gather information. So, he says, all right, you're coming with me on a trip. And there's another community that they deal with that's outside of the Commonwealth. And they seem like they have like an opium farm. And he needs these things for the hospital. And so no one seems to ask where it's coming from. But this is the people he deals with and he gets it. So then meets uh, with the leader. The leader's talking about how he needs more money and this and this and that. Like, I thought we made an arrangement. You see them do a little fishing trip, which is weird. But while they're doing that, Carol's looking around and she can see some of the workers. And we don't see her interact with them, but... Right toward the end of that little segment there, he's like, so did you get any information? She's like, yeah, you've been giving him money, and he's been saying that he's giving it to the workers, saying that they need the raise when they're not getting it. He's pocketing all of it. What is he spending it on? I don't know. Where is he shopping? I don't know. <laughs> but money seems to still be a thing. That I don't get. Did anybody else pick up on that? Like, What are you doing with money outside of the Commonwealth? I don't know. I think it's just all about influence. Because I thought I would think it would be resources. 
I need resources. I need uh, uh, materials. I need those type of things. I don't. Uh, it just didn't make much sense. But I guess you gotta have some kind of currency system going into this. So. Yeah, I, I just, I, I just found it funny that the guy, the guy that he was like being all friendly with, they just arrest him after at the end. Cause, oh, man, I just said it too. That was it all. Um, Puss bucket or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's cursed. I know you puss bucket. Oh, like oh, that reminds me of that old commercial. You land liquor. It's <laughs> <You know, I'm laughs> like, I was like, oh, this is great. You know, come up with your own curses in this in this universe here. I'm curious to see, and and I guess, you know, all of this is just tying with each other. Like all of this is a giant web that has to interconnect some way, and Maggie. Is I don't know, not Maggie. Uh, and Carol is the the interwoven thread between Hornsby and everything else. Uh-huh. At least with like the Alexandria people are kind of our way to see the world, to see you know everything that's going on. You know Connie with her investigative investigative journalism, Eugene with you know the stuff with Hornsby and stuff, and and you know others. And I think and I think. Uh, Oh damn! What's up, Carol? Damn, I, so many names. There's man. a lot of characters. There's a lot of characters. Yeah, and I think now. Carol, Carol is gonna be one of those, like a confidant for for Hornsby. I think he, she is gonna get his trust some one way or the other, and and I think Carol is gonna be sort of the way to get at Hornsby, you know, from well, the Alexandria group. Uh, Hornsby's the way he describes the situation, because he was like, stop talking about your people and, and my people and the whole thing. He's like, let's just work together on this. Because he, he wants the power. And that's mm-hmm. it. He wants the power. He's the one running the show for the governor. The governor is just in charge because of her, who her father was, which is former president and all that. So people look up. But he's the one that's really pulling the strings. And she knows this, which is why she went to him to try to bump BCQ up on that ladder, on on that chart for the, the, the treatment. And he knows that as long as that's what she needs, she's going to do whatever he needs. Because that's that's the goal. It's like, all right, I need you to do this, I need you to do a few other things, and then I'll bump you up on the list. Hopefully, he doesn't wait too long, and then BCQ uh, just passes away. That would suck. But uh, I think it's like he, he has his own agenda. His own agenda is just to take over the Commonwealth. That's what he wants to do. Doesn't seem to be too concerned about this resistance group. Because then that could put a wrench in. But then at the same time, that could also help in his favor. Because then uh, while Mercer is out there trying to find out this group and what's going on, no one's paying attention to him and all the shenanigans that he's doing with his people. And how far they're going. Do they plan on, uh, is this a coup attempt? Is that something they plan? Do they have some of the people or some of the soldiers on their side? How many people know? Yeah, it's it's. There's a lot. There's a lot going on here. It can get complicated real quick because of that. There's three different factions just within the Commonwealth right now, not including Maggie and what's happening over there at Alexandria. And we'll find out next episode because from the previous, it looks like we're going back to Alexandria and we'll find out what's happening. Who wants to go back? Who doesn't want to go back? What? What's uh, Lance? I think 
Lance is going to try to have to see if he can bring the, the people of Alexandria into the fold on his behalf to say, hey, listen, I fixed your stuff up. Can you help me out? Not the Commonwealth, not Miss Milton. Me. Help me out. And you guys are good soldiers and help me overthrow. That's what I'm thinking. Because I don't think he has the backing of the military like Mercer or anyone. So, I don't know. What about you, Rich? What do you think so far of this whole episode with all of this going on? Uh, I think that the theories that y'all have sound better than uh, what we've seen so far in this episode. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's you know, I, I don't really know what what Hornsby's, Hornsby's intentions are. Um, I, I, I will say this. As far as the storyline with Connie and them, the investigative journalism trying to get to the bottom of what was going on, well, that it just pretty much established that, yes, there is something going on, people are missing, so I thought that did a lot more for the development of the episode than with Eugene finding out at the very end, oh, yeah, so this was all a plot. But to me, I will say, because you mentioned earlier about the comment about, um, you know, that you said that you don't understand why they did that. I don't understand either, but I will say it made sense because their whole goal was to get the people that Eugene knew one way or another, they needed to get them to the Commonwealth. So it was a master plan to get others there, to get his group there. But again, I don't know what the end game is if if his if what he is doing is aligned with what the gov with what the actual governor is doing. Because think about it. Once this say this stuff is now released. Like I was like, all right, the rouge is over, you can go back out into the world. Then what do you do? That relationship, how does that progress? They can't. Because it's like, wow, I, I I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work out. And then the rest of the group, when they see, oh, this is the real stuff. Wait, what What happened to the other? Oh, that was a spy that mm-hmm. wants to be sent to, uh, to spy on us. And to, then, okay, you know what? No trust here. Let's go. That's my reaction, right? I was like, no, I'm not trusting. There could be your spies everywhere. Who else knew about this? Did Milton know about it? Everybody must have known. Remember, there was that whole situation where they got arrested together last season. So Mercer, everyone, all those soldiers, everyone has to be in on it because not one person said, wait a minute, that's not the stuff that I know from the, you know what I mean? No one said that. So everyone is in on it. And clearly the the editor of that, the, the paper, the Commonwealth paper, she's in on all of this. She knows because she could easily put it. I'm sure this has to be one or two people that are like, hey, I used to have a friend that worked at the radio She's missing. Can you put out something in the paper? Maybe an image? No. You're going to tell me nobody came forth and put that information in? Or that concern? And you just mentioned it costs 50,000. 50,000 people. That's enough to fill the stadium. Oh, man. We'll see. Yo, man. I th- I, yeah, it's 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 just interesting to see how, how everything's going to unfold because you know, there's it's a power struggle that they're trying to do and I'm still trying to think about Hornsby's uh, side of things because what I thought or what I think, I still think the same, but he's trying to get the Alexandria people to be in his side in yeah. case oh, they yeah. need to do a um, a revolt you know, against it. and usurp the, the governor. But uh, the fact, the way, they, the way that he treated Eugene, it just doesn't make sense. That's what I'm saying. That, it, it throws a wrench in all of it. We see what he wants to do, but then why do it this way? Why go this far? 
they're gonna have to explain a lot of this because I'll tell you right now, I'm, I, I know some people don't want me comparing with the story with the comic, the Eugene and Steph thing. This is this, what we just saw did not happen in the comics. So this is TV land here writing all this stuff. This is completely just for the show. This is not how it went down, <clears throat> you know. But it it doesn't really fit. And I have a feeling, I don't know why, I have a feeling this is just going to be a one-off. Like, they're not really going to go deep on it. It's just going to be like, yeah, it happened, that's it, let's move on. And this is the other step. Okay. <laughs> and that's it. They're not going to go too far into it. Uh, well, we'll see because, you know, it, it'll prove your... If, if it does, it'll prove your theory, right, that this was a filler episode, but... Well, because even the way Hornsby told him, he's like, no one's going to believe you if you tell anybody any of this because you signed that waiver that you were under mental distress. But... Yeah, but that, I feel like, that's where the other Stephanie comes yeah. in. Well, then there you go. She probably signed the same thing. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll have to see about what happened with her. Yeah. I mean, man, what if her name isn't even Steph? What if that's it? What if they're like, oh, I'm not even Steph. I'm a different person. This, 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 what if it's Velma? There you go. Right? Velma, there you go. <laughs> got the whole thing. You want to see? I got a talking dog in my real apartment. What? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Well, that was it, people. That was season 11, episode 11. 11. Rude. Uh, Rogue, sorry, Rogue. I'm, I'm over here blanking out because I'm thinking of some other stuff. Because you got me thinking now, mm-hmm. like how far can they go with all of this? Oh mm-hmm. man, I don't know. there's just too many factions. Because even that little side group that uh, that Lance went to, they was like, oh, this is where they do the the opium that he needs. I'm sure he has a bunch of other ones that he he works with for other supplies that he can't get within the Commonwealth. Mm-hmm. And. If he where's he getting the money to pay for these things? It's not out of his pocket because remember he had Commonwealth military with him. He had soldiers with him. So Milton has to know some of this is going on. I don't know. A lot of holes. In the, in the words of a wise man, they gotta have something. Right. I remember when this show used to be simple. Remember, it was just wow. There's a lot of undead here. Can we kill them and go find them somewhere safe to live? Yep, let's do that. Oh, look, there's a prison. That seems safe. It has walls. Nope. Now we got politicians. And we got corruption. We got espionage. We got all kinds of craziness going on that really shouldn't happen when uh, the world has gone to poop. All right, everybody. Thanks again, and we will be back for episode twelve. So. uh yeah, thanks for supporting us. Tell your friends. Walking Dead is back. Remember, we also cover uh, Fear the Walking Dead and uh, whatever spinoffs are going to be coming down the pipeline. Thankfully, we'll be on to, we'll not be returning. It's over. That was it. <laughs> Two seasons of torture. <laughs> yeah, and I saw Jadis. Jadis, the actress that plays Jadis, she is in Viking Valhalla on Netflix. She plays a queen. Oh. Yeah, so she, she's moved up. She's moved up in Hollywood. So congrats. All right, everybody. Talk to you later. Peace.